0: I have a great show for you today. I'll remind you to believe in yourself. You have everything you need to accomplish your dreams. I'll also be interviewing Nathan Osmond. The Osmond name has been a household name for over 50 years. The Nathan Osmond team prides themselves in supporting inspirational faith-based projects that make a difference in the world. In today's episode, Nathan shares his story of pursuing his dreams regardless of what others may have said. For more information about Nathan, please visit NathanOsmond.com. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. You have everything you need to accomplish your dreams. When we look at celebrities or individuals who are on television or people whom we think are really successful, we often forget that they started somewhere, meaning these individuals are just like you. They all have their insecurities, their worries, and often uncertain if they would be able to accomplish their dreams. And yes, it may be difficult to understand that now because you see them being so successful, but everybody started somewhere. When you analyze your dreams and think, how in the world am I going to do this? I always remind people to reflect on your history, meaning when you felt insecure before. What happened? What was the outcome? Were you successful in what you did? Or did you allow that insecurity to stop you from accomplishing that task? The reason why I ask that is this. Life circumstances today, tomorrow, or in the future may be different, but the emotions you experience have always been the same. You've always experienced love, joy, peace, worry, insecurities, fears, doubt. All of that is universal. So what I would have you do is this, reflect on a time of when you felt successful. What were the emotions that you felt leading up to that success? Did you have doubts? Did you have worry? Did you have insecurities? I imagine you did. That's the great thing about using this particular tool is because often in the moment, we feel like we've never experienced something like this before. And once again, the circumstances may be different, but when you truly reflect on it, the emotions are the same. Yes, the intensity may be different, but you have a baseline for how you can accomplish something. So anytime you look at your future and think, I want to do this, but I don't know how, if you allow your current emotions to dictate your future, then you're missing out on so much of your past history of how you've overcome that same exact emotion. And when you can reflect on your past and realize, okay, I felt insecure during this time, I did it. I felt fear during this attempt, I was successful. You have so much data that will disprove your current emotional state to tell you that you cannot be successful. That's why it's so important to reflect on all of your life, all of the successes you've had, all of the struggles you've had, all of what you considered failure to be. Because remember, if you're in that same circumstance again, you'll know now what not to do because it didn't work for you before. So therefore, you don't have to try that same thing again. That's one less thing to worry about. And you can allow your mind to think of a successful answer. That's why it's so important to realize you have everything inside of you that you need. You have so much history in your past, to show you how to accomplish your worries, your fears, your doubts, your insecurities. So now you just simply do the same technique or same tactic that you did to overcome those insecurities, those worries, those fears. Because if it worked for you before, more than likely it will work for you again. And once you can decrease those fears and worries, it then opens up your mind to say, okay, I can do this. I've been successful before, I'll be successful again. That is a platform you need for how to then accomplish your goals. I have a wonderful interview today with Nathan Osmond. Nathan talks about his own life. He took it upon himself to pursue his own career and made a name for himself. So stay tuned. If you're anything like me, you'll love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifology.com forward slash audible to get started today. Nathan Osmond is quality and integrity, and the Osmond name has been a household name for over 50 years. The Nathan Osmond team prides themselves in supporting inspirational, faith-based projects that make a difference in the world. Nathan wants to spread the message of hope, faith, and love and make this world just a little bit better. Welcome to my show, Nathan.
1: James, it's so great to be here with you. (laughs) I have been looking forward to being on your show and meeting you, and it's taken a little while for us to get it together, but you know what? (laughs) Things work Where it out actually? because they're supposed to.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's one thing I always think about. If something, if something uh, doesn't go right that day, or I'm stuck in traffic, and I can get so overwhelmed. But then I think, well, you know, maybe that was God's way of saying James, you need to take a break, or I'm protecting you from something that may happen. So just live in the moment, enjoy whatever's going on, and it's all work. It'll all work out when it's supposed to work out.
1: Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Things do work out yeah. because they're supposed to, but you know what? I just want to say thank you for what you're doing. Oh, you know, you. your Lifeology show is just um as you bring so much positivity <laughs> and I highlight so many that. great guests. I'm a big fan, and to oh, be on here that. today with you is just it's just uh, awesome.
0: Oh, I really appreciate that. You know, I've read so much about you, and I have a lot of trivia that I'm going to pull out about you. And so go it'll be fun it. to kind of have you go back in your previous life or previous version of yourself and kind of relive that as well. But I do want to thank uh, Stephen O'Connor from Brushwood Media that connected us. He and his team, in fact, are my manager. have done a fantastic job working with me and also working with people, amazing amazing people just like you as well. So, Stephen, if you're listening, thank you so much for your time and effort. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> now, you <laughs> Yeah, he certainly is. Now, you have, you know, growing up with the Osmond family. I can't imagine how that is. I mean, you, all of the Osmond siblings are so talented. You know, there's so many different people. We can highlight many of the siblings. But how was it for you growing up in a dynasty like that of, of just performers and artists?
1: You know, James, I think the older that I get, the more I look back and appreciate the things that I was able to be part of, you know, to, mm-hmm. from a child. I mean, I was literally on television before I was even a year old. I I look like Maggie Simpson had a little binky in my mouth, but I was on the Donnie (laughs) and Marie show, you know, and that's where I got my start with my brothers. We started singing on there as rapping presents with Laverne and Shirley, you know, and I thought everybody owned a TV studio, you know, I just thought that was just normal. But the older I get, the more I realize, wow, we got to hang with people like Lucille Ball and the Bee Gees and all these people were there. You know, it was just amazing fun times. And that's where I got the bug to want to perform yeah. and sing. I got to tour on the tour buses with my father and uncles and, of course, Aunt Marie. And yeah. just to have the opportunity to see the fans light up and scream. And, you know, I remember the first time somebody asked me for my autograph, I had to go to my Aunt Marie. and said, hey, Aunt Marie, what's an autograph? It's <laughs> <That's adorable. laughs> so just sign your name. I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> and that uh, that's funny. where I
1: learned. But yeah. we've had a lot of fun. My brothers and I started singing like my father and uncles. We toured around as the Osmond second generation or the Osmond boys. Bob oh. Hope discovered us back in yeah, 1986. 1986. Yeah, that's yeah. what I know about that. And so we, that is... we had a lot of fun touring. We got signed on on Curb Records, and then I I started doing the pop scene. We toured with New Kids on the Block on their No More Games tour. I didn't tour. know that. A lot of See, well, that's night- more
0: information than I have. That's so funny. <laughs> oh yeah, we had three so songs
1: funny. in the top 40 in the UK, and it's just you know it just started going big and fast. And then you know my father was hit with something called ms multiple sclerosis mm-hmm. and yeah. so it was harder for him to be on the road and traveling and touring and things and he was our manager and so my uncle jimmy he was the youngest of the osmonds he mm-hmm. bought a theater in branson and and called up everybody and said hey how, why don't you guys come out here and we'll yeah. we'll do two shows every day but sundays It kept us performing I, I i took two years off went to a santiago chile served a two-year spanish-speaking mission there oh neat. the day i get off the plane from that I was in auditions for the North American tour of Joseph and the Amazing Technic of the Dreamcoat. And we went all over the U.S. and Canada for two years. But then I discovered, well, I married my wife. That was the next step. That was the next (laughs) chapter in my life. But uh, she told me when I was doing this production of Annie Get Your Gun, I walked out in these chaps and this cowboy hat, and I was playing Mac in Annie Get Your Gun. Uh And she goes, you're supposed to be a country singer. She saw the look. She had the beard. She says, listen to the songs you're writing. I said, Really? and so I, I took her seriously and i went out to nashville got made some friends with the guys from lone star and they produced half my first album and and then we I took it down to muscle shoals alabama my buddy gary baker one of the best songwriters he uh, he wrote mm-hmm. the song i swear and i'm already there and I think it's for alabama oh, yeah. anyways he took me in produced it we had four number one so far consecutively and now we're excited we just dropped a new song called all in and it's on itunes today so there's in a nutshell my career (laughs) wow okay you went through
0: all that i'm like some of the stuff i wanted to talk about you just already said it it. (laughs) no it's totally fine but i do want my listeners to know that if i'm not able to find his his new song he just dropped in the show notes of this particular episode i'll also have that linked in there so you can definitely purchase that and listen to that song as well now nathan you know so many people hearing this today will think oh my gosh he's had this amazing life which you have but sometimes sometimes people can think, well, I can't really relate with that. You know, when you look at all the highs and lows, what would you say is the number one thing that really keeps you inspired? Because regardless of what happens, we all have life that happens to us. What's oh, been the yeah. thing that's really inspired you to keep going, regardless of what your life circumstances may say?
1: I find that the people who eventually win are the ones that just don't quit. Mm-hmm. You know, my father just, he, we have a little family ring. I don't know if you can see it here, but it says oh, yeah, E-T-E. Uh-huh which stands for endure to the end. Oh, I like that. And that's sometimes a difficult, daunting task because sure. I tell you, this is a tough business. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not easy. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not complaining because no business is easy. Anything yeah. worth getting in life is worth working for. And I was taught as a young age to work hard. You know, my father said he... Listen, we were the one-take Osmonds, meaning they would nail it every time when they're on the Andy Williams shows back in the day. We earned that title. I'm Mm -hmm. not just going to hand it to you on a silver platter. The Osmond boys, no. You're going to have to show me Mm -hmm. that you want. Once you do, then I'll try and start opening some doors for you. But I was taught at a young age that you work – what you want in life and don't be afraid to sweat you know so we worked every morning we were up at 6 a.m in front of the the mirrors and we were performing working on our choreography and our harmonies after school and you know sometimes our friends would knock on the door hey can you play we got to rehearse you know so we showed our father we wanted Mm -hmm. it we worked for it and what a blessing it is to have a father who's been there that was able to watch out for us and teach us the ropes and Mm -hmm. you know I just I found that you don't wait for your ship to to come in you swim out to meet it. Yes. And so I, I'm grateful for the work ethic that my father gave me. And anything worth doing is worth doing right off, uh, right, and, and often or not at all. So I have passion for what I do. And and, and people that are listening to this, I got to tell you this. I I have worked so many normal jobs. I have worked. I've sold women's shoes. I've played the piano at Nordstrom. I've been in sales. I've been a seminar guy. And I love speaking and all that. I did 277 live events in 201 cities just in 2019. Oh, my gosh. Holy moly. But then, boom, COVID, you know?
0: Yes, Yes. COVID (laughs) has affected a lot of us. One of us
1: is going through hard times. Mm -hmm. It's just a matter of how you view The hard times. My buddy, Les Brown, who I've had on my podcast and who I've had the privilege of working with, he said, Nathan, in life, don't, don't just go through it. Grow through it exactly, and that's what we're doing. At least I hope we are. You know, uh, I'm very normal, very down to earth. Look at me; I got Mickey Mouse and Donald on my shoulder here. I'm <laughs> I'm right. just a dad. I got three teenage sons and an eight year old son. I, I'm a true Osmond. We have all yes. boys. <laughs> oh, really? <That's laughs> I'm insane. number two of eight boys. I know
0: sevens. that. That's crazy. It's yeah,
1: on the wow. Osmond side, and only about seventeen are girls, and so and we have to adopt girls too because literally we can't have them in our family. We but we love our, our girl cousins. They're amazing and uh, just love family. We're all about family. And you know what? Uh, When life gets hard, reach out. You know, Mm -hmm. sometimes we're afraid. We think we have to carry the load all on our own. Mm -hmm. And I have found that one of my favorite books says, Ye have not because ye ask not. Mm -hmm. I have a built in system. It's called family. And I've been so blessed to have the support behind me to help teach me the ropes. When I got into the music business, I didn't. I considered not using the last name Osmond, not because I'm ashamed of it, but I wanted mm-hmm. my music to stand yeah, out on its own. Exactly. Yeah, and so I, I asked that. Marie, I said, Marie, should I use Osmond? She says, no, I don't think so. I think people will prejudge it, blah, blah, blah. And then I went to Donnie, and Donnie had a different story. He said, Nathan, people go on American Idol, America's Got Talent, all these shows to be part of a brand, something that's instant credibility, mm. right? He oh, says, you've got a brand. Now, don't camp on it. Don't abuse it. Let it be a layer Mm -hmm. in the cake. Let it get a foot in the door, but then you've got to have the goods. And he also taught me something really cool, James. He says, you've got to have thick skin in this business Mm -hmm. because not everybody's going to like you. And that's a hard thing for an entertainer because we feel that's our job to make everybody Mm -hmm. like us. Yeah. Well, guess what? If you're not liked by somebody, you're normal. (laughs) Yes, exactly.
0: Well, there's so many things you've talked about. about. You've got
1: to just with all mindset.
0: Yes, there's so many things that, that you're, you've, you've said there that I want to review. But I want to say one thing real quickly. In psychology, we teach that there are four categories of people in your life. And the bottom category are people who will never like you. Let me back up. So out of 100 people, we'll break it down to four categories of 25. The bottom category, this 25 group of people won't like you. It doesn't matter what you say or do. They're just not going to like you. The second 25 group of people don't like you, but can be talked into liking you. But it's still a tenuous uh, friendship or how they like you. Third category are the types of people who who like you, but there could be a falling out. It's kind of like that frenemy, that person that you're friends with, but then there's a misunderstanding and then they kind of fall away. And then if you do become friends with them again, it is still a bit tenuous. It's probably not the healthiest one. And then the top category of people are people who are gonna love you, support you, be with with you by your side regardless of what happens. So the way I look at that in my own personal life is I can immediately put people in categories. You know, you first want to put them in the top category and then let their behaviors determine where they're gonna be. And then after that, then you allow yourself to just focus on that top category, and also since I am in, um, I guess, an entertainment business as well, I think about that. You know, I get some reviews that are great, and some that are not great. And so, the, my goal is to say, okay, well, the ones that are great, let me focus on them because they're the ones who are going to support me. They're the ones who are really living yes. and understanding my vision and where I'm going. And of course, you know, uh, there can be some constructive criticism, which is always sure. helpful because it helps us grow. But I do want us all to realize that, regardless of where you are in life, those four categories of people, it really kind of sets us free from having to put all of our energy output into all four categories because 75% of that is not going to return to you. And that's wasted energy that you can focus on your career, you can focus on your path and really help yourself just move to another level of really creating a really strong brand and a strong group of followers who will support you in everything you say and do.
1: Oh, man, you're a smart man.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it that. It reminds me of
1: what my father says. Choose your friends. Don't let your friends choose you. Exactly. Pick your 25. You see that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Jim Rohn, who always said "They says, you become the average sum of the five people with whom yep. you associate. Yes. Haven't they done studies that have proven that the, pe- yes. that the people you hang around, you actually earn the yes. same amount of money, roughly? Like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Called, Even it's called the a, yeah, the, the, law of the average. you earn. Yes. Be selective. Love everybody. I've learned that you can love everybody but you only have 24 hours in a day yes so be selective with the time that you with whom you spend that time.
0: Exactly. One of my favorite quotes is, you can't hang out with chickens and expect to soar with eagles. And that is just... <laughs> Man.
1: And I'm an eagle scout,
0: baby. <laughs> oh, there you go. Perfect. Yeah, but that's something for me as well. You know, there's there's times when you can look around your life and your friends and the people with whom you associate may be wonderful people, but if your dream and your path and your niche is slightly different, if you continue yeah. to, be, to spend time with those people, it does cause you to have what's called the law of the group. Kind of going to, back to what you said. In psychology, that's what we talk about. The average sum of each person is going to be who you become. So if I'm this really outspoken person, a really happy person, but one of my best friends is a real negative person, then all of a sudden, the average, they're going to level up to have more positivity. And I, my my presentation and my the way I look at life is going to decrease. So all of a sudden, they're leveling up and I'm decreasing to there. So that's the average that's created. So that's why you always want to recognize who is it in my friend group? Who is it in my, in my community that I'm hanging out with? And once again, I'm sure they're wonderful people. But if you find yes. that you're starting to decrease in your productivity, your motivation, or all those different types of things, you might want to level up. Because the more you level up and continually look for those individuals who will help you grow and develop, the more you will be successful in what you want to accomplish. So sometimes a minor adjustment makes a major, major improvement in your life.
1: Amen. You know, I had a chance to introduce on stage a man named Tony Schwartz, best-selling author. He's written a lot of great books, Mm -hmm. but he he told me that. He said, I help a lot of these uh, athletes. And I train them, yeah. and I teach them that as well, is that you, if you want to be a better tennis player, play a better tennis player yes, than you. play up, yes. And he says, when you hit a bad shot, you know, if you hit that bad serve, whatever it is, I want you to pop that chest out. I want you to walk back like a champ. Mm-hmm. You look at Muhammad Ali. I had a, he was on an airplane once I flew on. I just love oh, that he, cool. he, he proclaimed his success before it yes. happened. I am the greatest, yes. and you believed him. And yeah. then he manifested <laughs> it. Our words are power. I just are. spoke to a big group last night. Uh, it was called Life's Worth Living Foundation. I spoke at Riverton High School. We talked about suicide prevention. Hmm. And I talked about a role that I was cast in called uh, Charlie Brown. I was cast in the lead role of You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown. I was in As it Charlie. And yeah. I wanted – you were it's isn't that a great show? <laughs> but we So you know the song the doctor yes. is in. Yes, yes. I'm not yes. very handsome yeah. or clever uh-huh. or lucid. I've always been stupid yeah. at spelling and numbers. It uh-huh. goes on and he says, so how could there possibly be – one small person is thoroughly, totally, utterly blah as That's me. A, yeah. And guess what? Every one of us, I think at times are guilty. I asked them last night, I said, by a show of hands, how many of you guys talk to yourselves? And a oh, lot sorry. of hands went up. And I said, the <laughs> people that aren't raising their hands are saying, I don't know, do I talk to myself? <laughs> yeah, we all do it. Yes, and do. Uh, sometimes the only nice things we're ever going to hear about ourselves are the things we tell to us. And sometimes mm-hmm. the most riveting conversations we're ever going to have are the, yes. are the conversations we have with ourselves. Yes. And so I tell people, be good to yourself. Because if we treated other people the way that we treat ourselves, it would be considered abuse. It certainly would be. We are our worst enemies sometimes. Mm-hmm. And just learning to love that person in the mirror. I was born on Valentine's Day, so I'm all about oh, the you? love. Yeah. yeah, I'm all about heart, baby, like Taylor yeah. Swift. You know, i got to make a heart <laughs> sign. But uh, I, I just want to spread love. I want to spread peace, unity, and help people understand that there's a purpose for this life. That we're not just here on accident. You're here because you're supposed to be here. And what are you learning while you're here on this earth? Mm -hmm. What kind of a friend are you being? You know, because sometimes people say, I have no friends. Well, you can't make anybody like you. We just discussed that, right? Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is that you can make yourself more likable. So I try to teach my children this. I used to be shy up until my sophomore year of high school. And when I realized that, hey, high school is not like saved by the bell at all. And if I (laughs) want to make any friends to be like Zach Morrison, I better, it's got to come from within me. And so it has to come from within. And once you discover that there is value and there's uh, just priceless value within you, that you are so unique that God broke the mold after he made you, guess what? You have something special within you. You have greatness. And that's why I started my podcast called Achieving Awesomeness Now. Wonderful. I try to make it like your weekly podcast headquarters for inspiration, motivation, and all things awesome. Wonderful, And great. I bring in people that people recognize and those they've yeah. never heard of because every one of us has a story to tell. Yes, we do. And uh, I just love to, love to highlight people's greatness.
0: That's amazing. Well, that's a great transition into the later show that you're going to be a host of as well, Miracles Around You.
1: Yes, the miracles around you. And this is an amazing concept because I truly believe miracles happen every single yeah. day. And you have to decide what is a miracle, you hmm. know, because they're big and they're small. And sometimes we just need to open our eyes and recognize, you know, yeah. things that are unexplainable, whether that's karma, whether that's you call it God or whether, whether things happen for a reason. And I that's love cool, yeah. to highlight that because in a world of COVID nineteen and and changes and uncertainty, you know, we need to gravitate and anchor into hope. Yes. Because you can't have faith unless you first have hope. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, when people lose hope, that's why neighborhoods turn into hoods, mm-hmm. is when people lose hope. So I want to reinstill in people that there is a reason for getting up in the morning, a purpose for being kind to others, yes. and it all comes back to benefit the one.
0: Exactly. And I think that's wonderful. And I can't wait to. to I, I was able to watch the trailer, and I absolutely love it. The, the, the sizzle reel is it was, it was phenomenal. So I know when it does, uh, it's fully produced. Uh, we'll definitely have you back on the show. We'll talk more about that as well. You know, as as we kind of wrap up here, because we only have just a few more minutes, when you look at everything that you've done, what would be the, the biggest life lesson you've learned in all of your however many years?
1: You know, that's a great question, James. Um, I've learned a lot of different things. Of I've course. learned that sometimes it's best not to tell everybody what you want to do in life. Yes. Sometimes, you know, I think we're related to people that just love us so much that they don't want to see us get hurt and people. or they couldn't do it, and so therefore you can't do it, mm-hmm. and they want to talk you out of it because they're afraid that you actually might do it. Yeah. And if you do do it, you might leave them in the dust. Sure. And so for whatever reason psychologically that they're trying to talk you out of your dreams, I found that the best thing to do is to just go after your dreams and not tell anybody about it. Yes. Now, don't be afraid to ask for assistance and help and opening doors along the way, because I tell you, the people that you meet on the way up are the people you're going to meet on the way down, too. So you're always kind to everybody. <laughs> that's a good point. I like I, that. I Everybody, like the guy yeah, that opens sure. the door, be yep. nice to him. Yes, And that's kind. what I've learned is that yes. uh, we're all God's kids, you know, and we yes. all are equal in the eyes of our maker. And so... I think the way that we – it's called the golden rule for a reason. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. And there's a lot of gold attached to it. I found that the people that are good to people are the people that want to be around. They want to help. They want to support. Have you ever walked into the office someday? And I work – I worked normal jobs. I'm working a mortgage business right now. COVID-19 shut oh, down wow. my business. So oh, I got yeah. my mortgage license. So I see people in the office. But sometimes, you know, if you're working in an office job, and you can relate to this. You go up to somebody, mm-hmm. hey, Bill, how's it going? Oh, man. You know and then you're just like oh great why did i ask the question right i'm going to be here for 20 minutes receiving negativity and exactly. uh. listen where everything is tied to humans and if you want to uh, if you want to if you want to be happy hang around a happy uh-huh. person be selective it comes down to the pick your 25 right yes. and so i found that uh, you're only as strong as the people that are on your team I wanted to be the best in country music. I wanted to have the best players on there. And so I went to Nashville and I got to know Dean Sams. I I went out there to actually write with him. He's with the keyboard player and Mm -hmm. founding member of Lone Star. Well, long story short, I finally, after going out there, not even having his his cell phone number, I had to network, network, network. I finally get in the doors with him and and it was just a miracle in and of itself. We write this song together. And he ties it up. My very first song I write in Nashville, one of my favorite country bands ties up. I'm like, is it that easy? Well, <laughs> guess what? The story continues. That week, uh, his uh, lead singer of his band, Richie McDonald, who's a good friend of mine, after 14 years of being their lead singer, says, I'm going to go solo. I'm going, there goes my big opportunity. There mm. goes my. And I said, Think fast, turn lemons into lemonade. Right. I said, Dean, if you guys are going to record that song, you mind if I do? He says, Well, come to my house and I'll produce you. And that's how I got in in Nashville, Tennessee. That's amazing. Then it took me two years to get it just the way I wanted. Now, I mind you, I didn't tell my whole, any of them in my family, Donnie, Marie, none of them, none of them knew I was going after country music. Uh-huh. And so, I, cause I didn't want to be talked out of my dream from my, my parents or my brothers, whatever mm-hmm. it is, or friends. So I went, I did it, I knocked doors on Music Row, I went in and saw all these labels, I got signed. Anyway, I bring back this album, and my family's like, when did this happen? <laughs> exactly. Awesome. See, rather than be told you can't do that or, hey, keep it a hobby, I went after my goal, went after my dream, and then people started saying, how did you do that? And isn't that a better question than you can't do that? I just tell you. So if you have a vision, if you have a dream for your life, go after it and don't ask permission. Just go do it. Nike's got a great slogan. Just do do it. Yeah. And you'll be amazed as you step into the darkness, how the light follows. That's called a miracle. And uh, I tell you, you can do some great things in 2021. We're going to make you this a can. magical miracle year.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Nathan Osman, you've been an absolute pleasure and treasure to have me on my show today. Thank you so much. If my listeners want to find out more information about you and to look at
1: everything you've done,
0: to listen to your music, to follow you, where would they find this information online?
1: NathanOsman.com. And uh, just check that out. I've got so many great things that we're working on. Check out the new song, All In. It's on iTunes right now. And if you're moving to Utah, make sure you check out OsmanHomeLoans.com and you'll see what I'm doing there. We're just having fun and we're doing TV shows, guys. This is exciting. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna highlight miracles all around you. And that's what this TV show is all about. So come check it out.
0: Perfect, thank you so much, Nathan. We'll talk soon. I also wanna thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.